Hey there, welcome to A Woman's Sacred Truth, a podcast where we are going to explore some uncomfortable and often even painful experiences, but also the joy and satisfaction that comes from moving beyond what has hurt us as we reach new levels in our life, which feels like, honestly, the best thing ever. Welcome. On this week's episode, we're going to be using it as a little bit of a teaching moment, and you're going to be stuck with just yours truly. And the importance here of listening to this week is all about understanding the causes and then the effects, right? So all the possible causes, and of course there's more, but we're going to touch on the main ones here and then how that shows up. This is the effect. If I go through this, this is what happens. This is how, how I behave. Once someone understands this, then they can see it in themselves. <gasps> and then things open up, right? We can like pull back the veils. It's like, oh, wow, have I been doing this or behaving this way because it's been a coping mechanism, right? <laughs> like I've just been trying to make myself feel better in some way, safer, more secure, more this, more that. It's like, oh my goodness. And if I drop those things, Ooh, where do I land? More deeply in touch with the truth of who I am. So this is all here to help you see more clearly yourself and others, right? And side note here, you know, I really want everyone to understand also that I have the utmost empathy, like the deepest levels of empathy and compassion because I can feel people's suffering, right? I can feel the awkwardness, the hiding, the pain, the this, the that, like anything that someone's, you know, doing that feels out of alignment from their truth. I have this radar. <laughs> I have this inner, inner radar, you know, being so sensitive, right? I can feel their misalignment and you can't escape it because it's an energy, right? The truth has a frequency, and if someone is not living from a place of their truth, it's some sort of shield or sword or protection, coping, mask, you name it, right? Some sort of projection. I can tell. I can feel it. But also, what I really feel is the struggle, the pain that's there. So I have so much empathy. I mean, life is hard, man. <laughs> We're all just getting by here at this little game called life. And I get it. You know, we use all these strategies, coping mechanisms, this, that, like, because we just don't know another way. You know, it's the only tool, right, that we can kind of grab and, and it's all okay. There's no right or wrong here. It's all good. And like I said, I have so much empathy and compassion for every single person that, that I feel into that is suffering and stuck and struggling and to whatever degree, right? Sometimes it's very subtle and sometimes it's very obvious. But yeah, I just wanted to share that because, you know, some of you might be aware that, I don't know, I guess it was a few weeks ago now, I had quite a bit of backlash on Instagram for a post that I did. I don't know, I think it might, and still, I still have people dropping away and something like 500 people now really got their knickers in a knot around something that I shared in a, like in a written post which just wasn't taken the right way, a lot of misunderstanding. And honestly, a lot of women that unfollowed and, and had, you know, the whatever they were feeling, because they were all actually the ones that were offended 100% in that wounded masculine space, right? It was, it freaked them out so much. 
<laughs> what I shared that they just, you know, total uproar, right? Anyways, but I understand. I just wanted to say that, like, I really, I have so much empathy for anyone who's stuck at whatever level of consciousness, reality, you know, or they've plateaued, right? They've plateaued and they think that's it. I'm there. Like, this is good. And it's like, okay, you know, that's cool. Hey, like, it's your life. I get it. It's all good. But I am here to help those women that do want to possibly open to something deeper, something more, another level of consciousness, a different kind of reality. If it's intriguing or interesting for you, because we want to play with our edges, right? And that's part of this whole process. And that's why none of this is good or bad, no matter what you're doing. You're playing with your edges, you're learning, you're growing, you're evolving. Hopefully you're learning from your things that hurt, right? And that is my mission. That is the purpose of this podcast is to help you through other women's stories and experiences, come to know yourself at the, at the deepest levels, right? So when we hear, you know, what other people have gone through, we learn, right? We learn. And, and this isn't make-believe. This is the real deal. These are real women, like just everyday women like me, like you, having these experiences from our past and now as grown women, reclaiming our power and our deeper truth around who we are and who we want to be moving forward. We want to come into our most authentic self. To me, that is what an empowered woman is, or an empowered human, let's be honest, is being your most authentic you. That is the most powerful you. So getting to that deeper, deeper, deeper truth as we peel back the layers, clean and clear out the trauma, and the neglect and everything other, all the masks, you know, every little game and performance that we have been playing and putting on, we want to release all that so that we can actually come into our most powerful, authentic versions of who we have come here to be. And I heard that recently that, that the most powerful frequency is authenticity, which I'm just going to guess, they didn't say this, but that it's coming through the heart because that is what I've learned is that the most powerful frequency that the human being emanates comes from the heart center, right? When we are emitting our truest, deepest truth, right? Our most authentic source of love that can come through us. And love is the most powerful force. Therefore, you become the most powerful human when you are in that most authentic form, no more charades, no more coping, no more escaping, no more numbing. It's game on. We need you full power. <laughs> but I do want to clarify a couple of things because I'm not a feminist. I do, you know, my whole mission is to help women become the most powerful, truthful, loving versions of themselves. But I'm not a big believer in the whole feminist movement because I, you know, I come from that generation. I was born in 1971, Gen X, good old uh, 1965 to 1980, those of you that are also Gen X like me. And so, you know, that was a big part of the, the 70s movement and then moving into the 80s was the whole feminist movement, women wanting to have equal rights, obviously all for that, but not equality, right? And so this is where a lot of women 
and still to this day, are literally trying to be more like men. So I'm not a feminist. I want the men to be men, and I want the women to be women. We are not equal. We're not the same. And it's really important, and that is my deeper mission, is, is to help women become more of their empowered selves. And what does that really look and feel like, right? So let's dig into a little bit of what's going to keep you from being that kind of woman who is so deeply connected to her deepest feminine essence, feminine core, and therefore all the beautiful feminine powers that you inherently have so that you can step into the the unique gifts and strengths that you also come into this life with. That's what we want. (laughs) And we want the same thing for the men too, okay? But it looks differently. We're not the same. So when a woman, and I'm not here to to address men's stuff, that's not my role because I'm not one. (laughs) But for women, what I am like so tuned into and acutely aware of is when we're coming from our wounds, we're coming from our traumas, we're coming from some sort of coping mechanism and for a lot of different reasons. So this is what I want to help you with is to understand the reasons why you're not quite being all that you could actually be. So for me, and a, and a big part of the women who are born in that Gen X uh, generation, we really do have a very wounded masculine energy. <laughs> uh, yes, thanks to our fathers and grandfathers who didn't quite show up for us quite the way we needed for a lot of different reasons. Part of it was the feminist movement. They thought that they, oh, okay, you know, let's women, okay, they don't want us. They want to be like, they want to be like us. So I guess they don't need us, right? So that's part of it. But the bigger part, of course, is what happens in your childhood home with your parents and grandparents, you know, whoever your main caregivers were. And so (laughs) women with the masculine wound, it's really just so essentially that your father didn't quite show up in the way that you needed, right? He didn't quite give you the presence. In other words, the safety that you needed as a girl. So therefore you didn't feel safe because he wasn't quite present with you. Like it's so simple, right? And so this shows up in a lot of ways, shows up in a lot of ways when your father, your masculine caretaker, didn't give you the kind of protection and provision that you needed. And those are very primal masculine traits, right? To deliver those kinds of things to their family. And so if you didn't quite get that, there was that element of neglect let down on both of those factors, then you're going to be the kind of woman who becomes anxious because you just don't feel safe. Like it's, it's literally that simple in a way. And you end up being kind of clingy and you fear rejection and abandonment and you tend to, you have low self-worth because of this, because your father wasn't there to really give you that boost, that holding, right? His energy of provision, like that masculine love, like I got you and you are all beautiful, all worthy, all everything, right? So it's just not there. And then you go about making poor choices in men as you get older because you are craving this unmet need to get filled by other men then as you go along. 
often for girls. Some other things that I see in women that very common with this um, masculine wound is um, there's a fear of the dark. And if there's a real fear there, a lot of the girls, you know, they've got issues with peeing the bed a lot or just peeing too much in general, right? Because they're so scared and there's that release, right, from the fear. Or maybe they bite their nails or you're a big overthinker. Your mind is always spinning or you're picking at things. So this energy has traveled up through your body <laughs> and into your head. So it causes all this like spinning, overthinking, picking, biting, all of those fear-based uh, behaviors because you didn't get the kind of holding and the kind of safety to calm and soothe your nervous system and your body when you were growing and developing as a child. Very common. And then of course, you know, one of the most super common things to slip right in, usually in the teen years, but sometimes in the 20s, especially once you leave the home and then you're out on your own and oh shit, then then you're really freaked out. Alcohol just really slips right in and fills these voids, calms the anxiety so perfectly. <laughs> so perfectly. It's like the big warm hug that you just kind of never really got to make you feel so safe and so secure, so protected, so provided for. You just lack that solid masculine presence that could have given you all of that. And it would have been a real different story. And like I said, women still today, of course, have this, but there's a real influx, let's say, for us Gen Xers. So a long time ago, I actually, I, I kind of labeled this as a women, woman X. So maybe you're woman X, right? You've got that really strong masculine wound. And of course, you know, that ends up turning you into uh, a bit of a super independent kind of woman, because if you don't have a, have that father there giving you all of that, well, then you got to go figure it out all on your own, right? So you become more controlling, more rigid. You end up being overworked, like hyper-independent. That's another, you know, let's say fallout, right? It becomes a coping mechanism. All of this is you coping. So you are disconnected from your deeper feminine essence because you haven't felt safe enough to relax into that place, right? To allow yourself to be taken care of, to be held. And so there's this element of fear and anxiety that takes us over. And so let's look at the feminine wounding now, the mother wound. And I, I labeled this woman Y. <laughs> so we've got X, Y, and yes, there is a Z. So woman Y, she's got the mother wound. And uh, this is for those, well, for those women, those of us who grew up with a mom or a mother figure, you know, this can even be like an aunt, whoever was like a powerful woman in your life, like one of your main caregivers, this is going to deeply affect you in those formative years when you are a little sponge and these women around you, mom, grandma, they are your truly like basically your only role models. They just are. And, you know, sometimes in the teen years, we, uh, we get some other role models from, society and and that's cool too which can still harmfully affect us but let's just focus in here on the mother wound so if you have a mother who was controlling or judgmental these are kind of the two biggies for women right that's our our tendency is to be one of the two and how this is going to affect you so if you had like a real controlling mom put a lot of pressure on you to maybe 
look a certain way, act a certain way, be a certain way, kept you super busy, you know, always trying to kind of like fix something about you. Maybe it was the way you look or you had to have the perfect house or the this, this, this. Gets pretty stressful, right? Because she's stressed and she's coming from a place of deep shame, wanting to control all those things, right? Whether it's the home or you. And sometimes it's outright said, and sometimes it's a lot more subtle, right? You just feel the energy of it through her, through her looks, the way she looks at you. You can tell what she's thinking about you. And then, of course, sometimes they just come right out and say it. <laughs> but it's going to really affect you as you get older, obviously, in your physical appearance. So you're going to take all that on, right? Trying to fix yourself. Now you're going to want to look perfect in some way, some way, right? Body issues, eating disorders, weight issues. You're going to be carrying a lot of baggage from all of that feminine control tactics, shame tactics that they're using. And, you know, I have to say here, I, I will say this a million times, it's all coming from a place of, of love. Like our parents are doing their best. Your mother is doing her best. This is what she feels you need to survive in this world at the best way. It's survival. Like I can't even, I can almost not even imagine like what our grandparents and our, and our parents, like what it was really like for them growing up. Like truly, we haven't lived it. You know, a lot of them are coming from survival and victim consciousness and, and truly being victims of, of things, right? So, you know, it's, um, it is what it is, but it's, it's your job now to take full responsibility and clean and clear this up so you can be your most authentic self. This is what we're here to do. And there's no reason why anyone can't do this. No reason. Okay. The other part of the feminine wounding here, the mother wound, woman why, is um, if you have a, a mom who's just straight up judgmental, critical, right? It's a little bit different than controlling and shaming. Different, different thread here. Definitely comes more from that um, scarcity kind of consciousness. And that can really take a toll on your self-esteem when there's judgment and criticisms coming your way. And they can be ever so slight and ever so subtle, right? It's like death by a thousand daggers sometimes. And it just knocks your self-esteem. So you're going to have that feeling of just not quite good enough. Not quite good enough. Give you, and it gives deep insecurity, right? Because basically you have an insecure mother. <laughs> and so now that energy is transferred onto you. It's how it works. And side note, I may have covered some of this in episode one. If you have not listened to episode one, where I go into the uh, six core wounds, please have a listen. This is a little bit different though. We're really, really focusing in on the masculine and feminine here. So yeah, feminine wounding. We end up carrying a lot of baggage as daughters from our mothers. You know, we've touched in on this with a few of the episodes with some of the beautiful women who have shared their stories and definitely how much that affects us then when we become mothers of our own. And so, yeah, for a lot of us, it's, um, it's about contrast with our parents and recognizing, oh, okay, this is how they parented me. This is how they chose to love me and raise me. And it's not quite working for me. I can see that I'm having to cope and contort and twist and this and that. And so use this all just as data, as contrast, what you didn't quite get. 
but you would have liked something different. So it ends up all being good when you use it as contrast to then step into something that feels more aligned, more authentic, more like love, more like the powerful woman that you were born to be. And so let's just touch on this final example here, woman Z. Woman Z is when you've probably got a combination of the two. And let's be honest, to some degree, we all have a combination of the two here, X and Y. But with woman Z, there's this other element of fear. When you have been truly abused, whether it's verbal, physical, sexual, and and you truly were a victim, still trauma. And so you've probably got PTSD from that kind of abuse. And so this is like the extra heavy baggage. Okay. So this kind of puts you in a, in a separate category, woman Z, and it's going to set you up to make some seriously poor choices as you get a little bit older, right? Your self-sabotage game is going to be strong. That added layer of abuse just makes everything extra heavy, right? And and you're probably going to come up against some points in your life where, you know, maybe you're thinking like, what is the point? You're feeling so low, so heavy, right? Depression, suicide attempts, like true, the heaviest of the heavy, right? Because of that extreme trauma, let's say, that you've gone through. Whereas the other kind of traumas from the other two examples, it's a bit more subtle, right? That verbal stuff and and the neglect, it's a little bit more subtle, but your self-sabotage game could, could be just as strong. We're all different, right? We are all different how we internalize things. Our sensitivity levels are all different, right? So how something affects one person might roll right off the back of, of another. And that is the beauty of being human, right? Every single person is so unique and our experiences are all completely different. Even if you grow up in the same home, it can be completely different. But again, coming back to my purpose, my mission here is to help women uncover and heal from all of these painful, hurtful experiences that we go through so that again, you can come into contact with your deepest, most authentic truth of who and what you are today in this moment, in this chapter, in this season. You know, we're always growing, we're always evolving, and we want to be in that flow. So we have got to clear (laughs) this old crap out of the way. It's so important or else you become stagnant. And then illnesses start to pop up or we struggle with our mental health, right? We've got to be cleaning and clearing and cleaning and clearing in releasing and letting go of these past versions. You know, what got you to this point now in your life to some degree, I would lay money on it that there's been an element of like coping in some way. You've been either using something or or there's been like a a mask, let's say, right? There's an element of I'm I've got a mask on. I'm wearing a mask to a, de- a degree, right? I've created this persona maybe, whether physically altering our appearance, etc., or something internally, right, is out of alignment. Either way, you reach a point where you just can't deny that deeper inner peace isn't there. It just becomes so apparent, right? It's usually around 40 for women when you just can't miss it. (laughs) 
some of you are lucky enough to wake up at 30 and, and understand, right? Something's just so out of alignment here. And I have got to dig in and clean and clear out these, these wounds so that they can actually heal. And then I can be stronger and again, more in contact with that deeper layer, that deeper level of, of truth, of my feminine powers, my feminine essence, all that feminine love, nurturing and care, magical powers that we have as women. I want you to be able to bring those gifts to be of service, whether it's just in your home or beyond, with your own children and family or beyond. This is what we need. This to me is a truly empowered woman who is brave enough, has the courage to look at these painful pieces, experiences that we've gone through and get really clear and look at your parents with the clearest vision and understand their wounding and how it has affected you and shaped you and what are you carrying from their level of consciousness, their scarcity, victim, trauma, get really clear what you're still carrying that was theirs. <laughs> you don't have to talk to them about it. I'm sure you already know, but get really clear that you're going to deal with it. It's going to end with you so that you don't pass it along into any relationship you have moving forward. I would love to know if you are woman X, Y, or Z and how this has resonated for you and what you've learned about yourself. And now what actions are you going to take to deal with, to clean and clear some of this out of your life so that you can become, again, the most light-filled, love-filled, power-filled, woman that you can be because we need you full force. Okay. And a quick tip here too. If you find that you are more of that X kind of a woman who tends to be more in her masculine, coming from that masculine, real mental place, one word you need to remember, surrender. <laughs> surrender it and drop into the body and relax. Just surrender all of those masculine coping strategies that you've been using. And if you're more in that why state, that wounded feminine state, okay, where you probably emotionally have collapsed, you're all, things are a bit messy and you've got, you know, your mind's in the toilet, right? Low self-esteem, low self-worth, you know, oh, my body, blah. Then you need to actually harness a little bit more of the masculine. So here's your word, discipline. You need to get discipline to pull yourself out of that. Okay, and put a plan of action in place and then act on it. Okay, so it works both ways. But I'm curious, what are you X, Y, or Z? So please leave it in the comments and please share this episode with your lady friends. Share it on Instagram if you're there and tag me, please. Click the follow button, leave a comment, leave a rating. And I'm so happy that you are here with us and following along on a woman's sacred truth. And I can't wait to see you next week.